And I'm Katrina, and today's episode is part of our series, Applying Bible Stories, a series to help you focus on Bible stories and how they apply to our lives. This week, we read from Matthew chapter 25 to learn about the parables of the ten virgins, the talents, and the sheep and the goats. So first off, what is meant by the parable of the ten virgins? So this parable provides yet another example of being prepared for Jesus to return. In this particular example, we're shown an additional connection to an earlier teaching of Jesus when he reiterates the words, I do not know you. Jesus is warning that we are to do the will of his Father to be welcomed to heaven, which in this parable is to be prepared for the second coming of Christ. I really love this parable. I just love the fact that we are able to see that we can't just rely on somebody else to pick up our slack. It's just not possible. We have to rely on Jesus, and we have to rely on our on our belief. Yeah. As simple as that. Somebody else's faith can't get you into heaven. Exactly. So, how about the parable of the talents? So, here we actually revisit the message that those who are faithful over little will be given a great reward. And in this instance, we see another monetary unit. But in this case, it's that of the talent. And so according to the study Bible, a silver talent is worth roughly 7,300 denarii, which we've seen as a monetary unit in the past. And a denarii or a denarius was worth uh, one day's worth of work. So a silver talent is 7,300 days worth of work. And according to the study Bible, a gold talent, which is what he uses in this parable, could be up to 30 times more valuable than a silver one. So this parable stresses the message with an even larger sum of money than what we've seen in the other parables. Which is just incredible. I think the biggest thing about this talent is also that, or about this parable, is that that is such a huge responsibility. And these people, some people did nothing about it. Yeah, I mean, some people took it and they just, they didn't cultivate their gifts. They didn't cultivate what they were given. And then there was nothing left to return to the master exactly and i think how striking is that when you think about the kingdom of god and we're we're building the kingdom of god yeah i mean how many people do you see nowadays that unfortunately the and the bible does say that we're all given god-given gifts talents of the spirit and how many people just let them go to waste they they end up not actually fully utilizing the gifts that god gave them they settle for something less than what they're god-given call is and i think that that's not only a very sad thing for the world itself but also as we see in this parable it's something that god himself frowns upon he wants you to go and use his gifts he wants you to help serve in his kingdom and that's a recurring theme that appears throughout the bible yeah i love that so finally how about the sheep and the goats So this parable is actually referring to the separation, but not the judgment of the righteous and the unrighteous. And I'd like to take a second and emphasize something from the study Bible with regards to Jesus proclaiming the good and the evil works of the sheep and the goats, respectively. So Jesus states the inheritance before he states the works. Works, as we've gone over before, are not the cause of salvation, but rather the result. 
This is especially true because our sins and wicked deeds far outweigh any good works we do. So in order for good works to be attributed to us, we must first have the forgiveness offered to us in Christ to wash away our sins. If you think of it in terms of a debt, a bill that's owed, we're so far in debt that a dollar isn't going to make any difference, right? One good work isn't going to make a big difference. And you could do a million good works, but we're a billion dollars in debt. Or if you do a billion good works, you're a trillion dollars in debt. Because you're constantly accruing that debt, you're constantly sinning. So the only way for the good works to matter is if your debt is erased. If you can actually make that money yourself. If the dollar does make a difference because it's now not consumed by the debt. And that's what Jesus' forgiveness does And that's emphasized here by placing the reward before the works. It's saying that you've been rewarded. You've also done these works. Right. I think that's a very important takeaway from this. Right. Especially as so many people misunderstand salvation and misunderstand the idea behind good works in general. And they misunderstand that to think that their works are the reason for their salvation. Yeah, and unfortunately, I mean, we've we've been reading a book called Grace by Max Lucado. And in this book, he discusses the idea of works and being good and how that can pertain to salvation. And he brings up a really good point of how good is good enough. And so if we decide that Jesus' work is incomplete, if he needs our help, he needs our good works to complete the work of salvation, first of all, that's a pretty pompous human view. It kind of places us on on a more level playing field with God saying that we're able to have a hand in our salvation. You didn't do enough. You didn't, you're telling God he didn't do enough of the, the sacrifice was incomplete. Right. But beyond that, it's also a... But further, that idea of how good is good enough poses the question of what else do we have to do? It, there is no solid answer to salvation if you rely upon works. You have to rely... As the Bible mentions, you have to rely upon Christ's works, not our own. Exactly. And I think just to emphasize this one more time, this parable is talking about the separation of the righteous and unrighteous, not the separation between the people who did enough and the people who just didn't do enough. So I think that's all of the thoughts I have for today. Do you have anything else? That's it for me as well. Next week, we will get into... a into a different story we finished the parables so we will be getting into the story of cain and abel so get excited for that we have some good things coming up so if you have any ideas for future episodes any questions coming into or out of anything or just any comments comments in general please be sure to head over to our instagram or facebook page we are at the bible vault pad podcast on both And please feel free to shoot us a message at any time. We would love to hear from you. Thank you for joining us today on the Bible Vault. God bless, and we'll see you next time.